0: What's
1: going on, guys? This is the Launcher Reference Podcast. I am the man, the myth, the legend, the one that wished he had 22-inch guns. Fake hockey.
0: What's going on, everybody? It's your bearded brother from another mother. You know me as the one, the only, Chip Bayless. How are we doing tonight, Chip? Not too shabby, fake. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm feeling you. I feel it. It's Thursday night. The moon's out. And Scott Baio's out there pounding a woman he doesn't love. Oh, oh, oh! I don't know if there's a full moon or something in the water tonight, man.
1: Uh, another great week of XFL football. Vix, Vince McMahon's figured it the fuck out. He's put a great product out onto the field. You never know what's going to happen. Your Tampa Bay Vipers pulled out the unthinkable. <laughs>
0: and what did i tell you last week they were hungry and as the great jason kelsey once said hungry dogs run faster
1: yes they do and i guess the dc defenders just cannot win on on the road they're they home
0: they're a home team they're a home team they can defend at home but not on the road
1: no not on the road not not at all <laughs> we'll just start there not at all um but we'll get to that game here in a little bit. The as first, for
0: as for another road team that cannot win on the road, the LA Wildcats. Struggle. Yes, they struggle. Well,
1: they struggle, but at the same time, they put up more of a at fight least than a DC, fight does. DC does. Yes, seventeen uh, fourteen. Good game. Good game by New York. I think they finally got they reeled it back in from you know a few weeks ago. Um, McGoin looked good. The run game looked good, and the dot and the defense. They got after the quarterback.
0: Speaking of, uh, actually, Matt McGloin didn't even play in this game, actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's still hurt. They started uh, Perez. Yes. Went 18 for 26, 150 yards, one touchdown, and had a passer rating of 96.6. So, I mean, he did pretty well for coming in and filling in for Matt McGloin.
1: Yeah.
0: But after that, I mean, it was pretty much Victor for the rushing. Um 18 carries, 82 yards. Longest run was a 15-yard run. But uh, I think, I think uh, New York finally got back to what they had to do. Yeah. Um, because the past two weeks, like I said, they've had meltdowns. Mm-hmm. Where one, now, week, it, one week it was McGloin, next week it was their center. And they it, it, just, it was a matter of time until they finally got it figured out. Now, in
1: saying that, L.A., they still look good. Josh Johnson played a hell of a game. Oh, um, absolutely.
0: 25 what, for 40, 325, two tutties and one pick, and still had a passer rating of 94.
1: Yeah, you know, I L.A., they definitely figured out their quarterback situation. That's for sure. Um, Josh Johnson's their guy. They just got to f- figure out that defense. That defense just doesn't. They they haven't put it all all together. I think LA can be a team to beat. I think they can be a playoff team, um, but they got to figure out that defense here right quick.
0: Next game we got we have your St. Louis BattleHawks defending their nest once again. Fake as the as they up beat, W as they defeated the Seattle Dragons twenty three to sixteen.
1: Seattle looked good. Seattle looked good. It's just St. Louis was the better team. Um. Don't get me wrong. Seattle looked very good. Their defense was getting after Tia, uh, Tiamu. They they kind of held. He had game an in amazing check. game. Fake. Yes,
0: absolutely phenomenal. Twenty for twenty seven, two sixty four. A Tuddy and had a passer rating of one sixteen.
1: Yes, yes, and, and you know he also rushed for sixty three yards. <laughs> um, he he had a hell of a game. They they did slow down our run game from previous weeks, you know, um, Michael only had 27, Ford had uh, 23, and Jones only had 20. Tiamo basically was our offense that whole entire game. Um, As said, Seattle played a hell of a game. They just came up short.
0: As for Seattle, man, I mean, they they just... They need to figure out what quarterback they're going to run with. They had Silvers out there, but man, he didn't do anything. And then they put former South Florida quarterback B.J. Daniels in... Daniels look good. Like, he I looked think, decent.
1: Yeah, I actually kind of like Daniels in that game. He he played very well. Um, I think he brings a different dynamic than what Silvers can do. Silvers can run the ball, but Daniels is better at it.
0: And it's kind of like the situation going on down in Tampa Bay where you have Aaron Murray and mm-hmm. uh, Quentin Flowers. When Aaron Murray's in, you don't really see much going Damn. on with Aaron Murray. Like The offense yes. just doesn't click or gel or anything. And then as soon as Quentin Flowers comes in, the Viper's offense starts going. Although I do like that they
1: did let uh, – Reynolds, passed the ball twice. <laughs>
0: that game, I love it. Oh yeah, definitely. Because because even with the XFL having the double pass rule, I mm-hmm. mean, you got a, qu- a former quarterback from Navy, and yes. we know how they run their offense. Love it, love it. it. Uh, so now we're going to go to
1: the Houston Roughnecks, the only team left still undefeated. I thought maybe this was going to be the week. Dallas played them tough.
0: They played them tough, but let's be real. I'm going to take a timeout here for Dallas Landry Jones. <laughs> Not seven pa- within his first seven passes through three picks. <laughs> three of them were interceptions. Fake. It just god awful. Uh, they Dallas.
1: Ha- How many times do we have to say this
0: week in and week out? Fake. I've noticed this because I've listened to our last couple of, like previous episodes. Week in and week out, we have said this. At some point, it's gonna finally get to Bob Stoops. Hey, Land- I had the one
1: of the best one-two tandems in the fucking league.
0: <laughs> but yet, you're gonna have Landry Jones go back on nearly forty times. Yeah, yeah, it's you've probably <laughs> one of the best one-two tandems in the
1: league. Like St. Louis is right up there with Christian Michael and Jones, but. Dunbar and Curtis Artis Payne are currently better than those two players right there, and they are not being utilized the way they should be. St. Louis is utilizing their their two backs more than Dallas is. Sooner or later, it's going to click. I'll tell you right now, they run the ball more with those two. Dallas has a chance to win that game.
0: And regardless of who they have at quarterback, either Jones, if he can finally stop turning the ball over.
1: Although make that better decisions
0: injury,
1: that knee injury remember he did not return
0: that knee injury was gruesome
1: after you got after he hurt his knee i there hasn't been anything to come out yet and it's freaking thursday uh that might be a game time thing
0: we'll say probably tomorrow yeah or a game time decision
1: um but that yeah that that knee injury did not look good he got he got rolled up there um pj walker man He's still on fire. He's still on fire. He, I think he finally threw his first pick this past weekend. Um, and it was a ball he tried. He forced. He forced it. But it, it, it's it was bound and determined to happen sooner or later. No quarterback. Yeah, no go to quarterback's going to go. League. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he can't go an entire season without yeah. throwing an interception.
1: But it, it, either way, he's still a good. And that, that two-point conversion where he just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> we did like a little dance like, move. Like, Swerve, bitch. Swerve, yeah. <laughs> i i thought that was great i i loved every last second of that um so now we are going to dive into the defenders uh vipers game
0: did not expect this out of the vipers honestly i did not expect a shutout
1: a shutout and 25 points put up
0: just absolutely (laughs) embarrassed the dc defenders Cardell Jones once again just looked shook out there. Fake just was not a good outing again. Well, that when they didn't have him
1: drop back that many
0: times. Like that offense was barely on the field.
1: Okay, whenever your running backs go 7 and 6 in carries and
0: your quarterbacks only going back 20 times. Yeah,
1: 22 times. Like they just didn't have the ball that often. Uh I think I think the Vipers finally picked a fucking quarterback. quarterback yes. Uh
0: they finally, I think they finally got it in Taylor Cornelius, man. Yeah. I, it, I, it took a couple of weeks for him to finally get around, but he, it's just like the LA Wildcats. They put up a fight, but the better team won. hmm And with with uh, Cornelius, I think, I think this might be our guy. I mean, I, I've said in the previous episodes, I thought for sure it was going to be Quentin Flowers because yeah. I thought that he, you know, him being a South Florida guy, he fits Vipers' offense. Like, he makes the offense go for the Vipers, and – the way Cornelius played uh, Sunday night, I, that definitely proved a statement that he's definitely, I think, our quarterback to move forward.
1: That You guys ran the ball heavy.
0: We, I, I think we finally had, just like Dallas, I think we finally found a one-two punch.
1: Well, yeah, considering he had
0: two backs go over 100 fucking yards. Devion Smith out of Michigan. 24 carries, 122 yards. And then... Jacques Patrick out of Florida State. Twenty-one carries, one oh eight. And he and they're both getting he, five yards of carry. And he's a big boy standing at 6'3, 236. Good
1: luck meeting him in a fucking hole. That's a bruiser. <laughs> you meet him in a hole, you're gonna be walking away with a few bruises. <laughs> but, now we're going to jump into week five. It's hard, it's hard to believe that we're, we're ha- going we're at the in half- week five. Where's the halfway
0: mark here, Fake?
1: Uh, The Seattle Dragons go and visit the Houston Roughnecks.
0: That game is Saturday, March 7th, 2 p.m., ABC.
1: I wish I could say that this is where Houston picks up their first loss, but not this week. Not not against Seattle. Um. Seattle, like don't get me wrong, I think Seattle's going to play him tough, but Houston's going to come out again. I, I,
0: I'm going to piggyback off you there, fake. I completely agree with everything you just said right there. I like it's like these last couple weeks, Seattle has played tough on the road. They have put up a, a major fight in each of the last two games they've been on the road. Uh, unfortunately, they came up short. Then playing the Houston Roughnecks, though, the Houston at home, you got PJ Walker, who's probably the league MVP.
1: Definitely the front runner right now.
0: (laughs) Hands down. That being said, I also am going to take the roughnecks in this game. But I do, like, once again, I think Seattle does play them tough, but I still think the better team is going to be Houston at the end. I'm
1: predicting about, like, the same score as this St. Louis-Seattle game there. Roughly right around there. Basically about the same point difference.
0: You ever notice, like, another thing too fake, we have yet to see an overtime game. Not yet. We have yet to witness that But I think this game. week,
1: I think this next game is where we're going to see it.
0: And we are talking about the New York Guardians and Dallas Renegades, Saturday, 5 o'clock on Fox.
1: This is going to be the game that we're going to... We're, I, I think <laughs> this is going to be the game where we're going to see our first
0: Or so we overtime. hope. Or so we hope.
1: And... What I predict is Landry Jones is going to drop back,
0: throw an interception, and the New York's going to win. <laughs> that would be the funniest way to end a game for an XFL overtime. <laughs> is to have Landry Jones go back, throw a pick six. That's what I'm predicting.
1: That's and an, what I'm and an predicting. XFL shootout prediction. overtime. Uh, it's just a prediction, but I, I got this gut feeling.
0: <laughs> that being said, though, um. This is going to be a tough one to pick, actually, because New York's kind of shaky on the road. Haven't really liked them on the road. Dallas at home, eh, they're
1: they're. I, I just got this gut feeling they're gonna they're gonna do the same thing as they've been doing. Landry Jones is going to go back forty times a game, and he's going to throw another three picks.
0: I think I might have to go Guardians here, fake. Yeah,
1: I'm going Guardians. I'm going Guardians. I just don't trust Landry Jones. I don't trust him at all.
0: Next we have is our Sunday slate of games. Our first game on Sunday is at three o'clock on FS1. We have the St. Louis Battlehawks going to DC to face the Defenders.
1: DC's gonna they're they're off the rails right now. They're gonna stay off the rails.
0: I completely agree. St. Louis, outside of Houston and outside of uh, Dallas, I think they're I, honestly I'm gonna put I'm putting Seattle or St. Louis over Dallas right now mm-hmm. because. Right now the two hottest teams right now is definitely Houston and I definitely gotta say your Battlehawks fake because Tiamu's playing. Tiamu's like a man's playing digest. he he's playing phenomenal. Z- Mistake free football, just absolutely being a field general in the mm-hmm. past two games. D C yeah, they might be at home. Yeah, they might have a good home record, but when they play on the road, they suck. Even though they're even though they are the home team Sunday, I'm still sticking with the Saint Louis Battlehawks. And I got Saint Louis big. I think Saint Louis is gonna they're, they're, they're just going to tear D.C. apart.
1: As their commanding chief would say.
0: St. Louis. Huge. <laughs> and now we've reached our final Sunday night game. The Vipers once again on Sunday night. I like it. I like it. I like this game now.
1: Now that like campus kind of like bounced back. They picked up a win. They looked really good last week. But this is where that... I, I hate they, to say they, they, it.
0: they gave us our one-week hope of luck thinking hey maybe they finally got it right but la plays really good at home yes they're clearly a far superior team than tampa um and josh johnson i mean he's
1: yeah he's tearing it up i i I got i got la big i hate to say but
0: big even though i'm currently on the viper ship i'm still here five weeks in but, unfortunately, I have to say L.A. as well. I just don't see Tampa Bay going into L.A. and beating no, them.
1: No, I, I see Tampa Bay just pulling their pants down and spanking them. Uh, so I hate to say it there, Tampa Bay, but, yeah, it's I, I just don't see it being pretty at all.
0: <laughs> and it is going to be ugly.
1: Still can't believe it's hurry week five. Like, that's... That's insane. I feel like this whole entire
0: <laughs> XFL season is just—it's—it's it, it, flying, it's flying by. And next thing, like I said, I mean, we're at the halfway mark. By next thing you know, fake, it's going to be the XFL playoffs, and then it'll be the XFL championship, which is also the same weekend as the NFL draft, and that is going to be our next topic, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to dive into our NFL post. Combine, combine. <laughs> and do our mock draft 2.0 picks one through ten. Now fake the Cincinnati Bengals pick number one. They're er-
1: still going Burrows. We're I completely agree. Burrows. It's a
0: no-brainer, hands down. Joe Burrows, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Now this is where it's going to get interesting. <laughs> the Washington Redskins. Now fake earlier this week after the during the combine ron rivera there's my
1: speculations of a quarterback
0: mr tua Loa. possibly a redskin at number two fake what are it, your thoughts
1: it's, it's clear they didn't no, they they no longer have zero they have zero faith in haskins um do i see him going quarterback this year no no i don't what what i do see not is... even not even free agency I, I see them trying to maybe grab somebody off for agency I just don't see them try them taking another chance this year after one quarterback failed last year I and think that's and kind and of try to basically and basically
0: yeah. pull like a like Arizona Cardinal Josh Rosen kind of deal yeah. for Haskins
1: I I see them keeping that in the back of their heads and the reason I say this and the reason I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now is the Brady to Tennessee has been heating up.
0: And we will be diving right in to TB twelve later on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to stay tuned for that. So
1: but that, that being said, though, that means Tannehill. That he's a free agent this year. He is a free
0: agent. So possibly Tannehill to Washington. Tannehill
1: to Washington. That's that's what I'm. It's
0: what I've been leaning towards. Wouldn't be a bad pick. I mean, it's either going to be Tannehill or Teddy B. Now with. Breeze returning. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not putting Teddy B in that situation. I
1: I think he would take a chance on it. I, Teddy B to Washington. I and the reason I think he would take a chance on it is because of Ron Rivera. I think that's why he would do it, and the way he utilized Cam, so that kind of fits into what Teddy Bridgewater does there. It wouldn't be a bad. It wouldn't be a bad move for Teddy.
0: That being said. With the Washington Redskins, I'm still going to have them take Chase Young.
1: I no longer have them taking Chase Young. Really? I have them going after an Oklahoma receiver for a weapon for that free agency quarterback they're going to bring in, C.D. Lamb.
0: You're taking C.D. Lamb number two overall? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. They're going to try to get a weapon because they're gonna, when they bring in that free agent— quarterback they're gonna to have to be able to like be like listen we got this really young wide receiver you can toss balls to him and all this other shit and then bam they take cd lamb they're like listen we got
0: cd lamb you get to toss some shit he'll catch it and even though like haskins didn't look too bad i mean i mean granted the redskins didn't really have that many receivers i mean exactly. they, they, ter- they had terry McLaurin, who which was dwayne haskins teammate at ohio state who looked Pretty well, too, because McLaurin was pretty well for... I mean, them both being rookies, they they had a nice... um, I should say this. They had a nice uh, combination going on. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, though, we're on to pick number three, the Detroit Lions. Fake, who do you have? Oh, I got him grabbing Chase Young. You said you're going to have Chase Young going to the Lions.
1: Yes. Chase Young is is a top-five guy. No matter what way you look at it, he's a top-five guy. Um, I just think... Washington is going to try to bring in a receiver to, you know, help lure that free agency quarterback in, and what what better way to do that than a young wide receiver that you just drafted, that is a top five guy. That he's a top five wide receiver, no matter what way you look at it. So, I see Chase Young not falling, but being gifted to Detroit. Detroit needs a pass rush
0: because you got to figure two. You got to go after Aaron Rodgers. You got to go after whoever Chicago is going to have a quarterback, and you got to go after uh, Mr. Kirk Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Yep.
1: So, what better way than to get a pass rush developed in Detroit to help win games?
0: I completely agree with that. I'm actually I'm sticking with the lines with sticking with uh, Jeff Okuda, the cornerback out of Ohio State. I think it's a safe pick. I mean, depending on what's going on with Darius Slay. And that secondary moving I, forward. I,
1: no matter what, I think they'll go for the um, defense first round. I know the first mock draft, I hadn't gone an offensive tackle to help try to like But I think they're going to try to fix that in free agency. There is, there's pretty decent linemen this year's free agency that has not re-signed. I think they'll try to throw some money at an offensive lineman.
0: Pick number four, we have the New York Football Giants now fake i told you this the other day during the combine there's an offensive lineman who has climbed up the charts and had a very impressive combine i'm gonna have the giants take mecky beckton out of louisville
1: couldn't agree more
0: i mean the dude is a he's a house he he's a br- he's 67. 67. And he ran
1: his 40 below 5. That's insane. That is a lot of meat running right there.
0: You rarely hear that.
1: That's a Bonds. whole lot of beef coming at you. And what's better cuz what does um fuck the clapper like to do more than anybody? He likes to pull his tackles. So, so you get a big to- athletic tackle to be able to roll pull pull in front of saquon
0: tree trunk barkley <laughs> and have him run wild on defenses i
1: i like the pick i love the pick and i was really high up on this guy because remember i had him going in you, the you, top you, 10 originally you, you did have i was yep. really high on this guy and his combine just made me get even more higher on him he he is huge
0: so you're also going to go with Becton? Oh, yeah. I, I love the pick. I love the pick. Okay. Pick number five, we have the Miami Dolphins fake. Who are you having the fins take? I'm still on JT. <laughs> I'm still, telling you. JT's still still going the, five. <laughs> you're still on the Jonathan Taylor. JT's
1: going five, I promise you. They need a back. They need a back bad. I mean, they need a back bad. And I think if they don't take him at five, someone else is going to grab him before their next pick. I promise you. And that's the way they're looking at it. They're (laughs) going to take JT.
0: And this is where I think Tua just falls right to Miami's lap. I still think they're going to go to a tongue of Vailoa here. It's just too much going on between them and Miami. Miami is in love with Tua, and I just think that's going to be the Dolphins guy for the years to come. We shall see. I mean, like I said, it, this is a mock draft. This is not, we're, a, we're not.
1: Yeah, like we like we aren't getting paid here. You know, I'm not screaming at Chip here going, Todd, 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 tod, Todd, Todd,
0: Todd, <laughs> uh, Shout out to the Mel Kuiper reference. I love it. So now we're on to pick number six, the Los Angeles Chargers.
1: They go Derek Brown here.
0: They're gonna go, Derek Brown. Derek
1: Brown is the top five guy. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Derek Brown, his combine was—you could not ask for a better combine from out of the defensive lineman. You just can't. And what they need to figure something out there in the Chargers organization to be able to get a pass rush going because they had they their pass rush was like on—it wasn't hurt all season and they have a da- they, they have, have a damn good they, set of linemen.
0: Exactly. I mean, when you have someone like Bosa and Melvin Ingram on the ends, mm-hmm. you got to find a you got to find somebody in the middle there. And I completely agree with your pick there, fake. I'm also going to go Derek Brown for the Chargers as well because that you you bring someone like him in,
1: you get a big, physical, athletic nose tackle that can help them also develop a pass rush there. To be able to free up Bosa and Ingram and got guys like that, that fixes it. That fixes it. They'll, they'll be able to develop a pass rush next year. I got a gut feeling they'll be able to do and it. And plus,
0: in that division, man, they got to go after your boy Patty. They,
1: yeah, they got to go after they gotta Patty. They got to go car. And whoever the fuck Denver decides to roll with.
0: <laughs> Which is most likely probably going to be Drew Locke, mm-hmm. unless John Elway is feeling frisky and liking these quarterbacks this year. Uh,
1: there's been murmurs that he might take a quarterback late, so who, who knows? We'll see. I think I think, I think think he's done taking quarterbacks in the first round for a little bit. I think he's realized, I suck at picking quarterbacks, <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucking ironic. That you he's know, a quarterback himself. That, yeah, he was a quarterback himself and a damn good one, and he can't fucking pick one.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's just the scouting team either because they just can't evaluate talent.
1: Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know.
0: Moving on, we're on to pick number seven, the Carolina Panthers. Fake, I'm going to have them take a linebacker here, and this guy had a very impressive combine. Are we thinking about the same guy? I'm going to have them take Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson.
1: Completely. I agree completely. They to be think. the
0: guy to replace Luke.
1: Yeah, they they need somebody. They need somebody, and I think Isaiah Simmons fits that mold.
0: And he just, it falls right to Carolina's lap there, pick seven. You couldn't, yeah. couldn't have asked for a better. I agree 100%. Moving on to pick number eight, the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Now, there's been a guy that's jumped up on my board. And he's jumped up on everybody's board. And I I think this will help Arizona. They have to kind of replace some stuff. I, uh, They're going to go defense here. I have them taking Javon Kinlaw. Okay. Out of the University of South Carolina.
0: Not kakalaka. <laughs>
1: Cack-a-lack-a. Like last week. <laughs> no, no, it's North Kakawaka and South Carolina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to have the Arizona Cardinals go offensive line here. I'm going to have them go with an Alabama guy. you taking that, Jedrick. I'm going to take Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle out, Junior. Of Al- out of Alabama. Be the guy to be Kyle Murray's blindside side. For years to come
1: I like it I, I it said uh, they 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 Arizona needs a lot so they could go just about anywhere other than really quarterback at this point in time <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they need wide receiver help they need they they need a lot so whichever way they go I won't be surprised at any pick unless they draft a quarterback then I'll be really surprised
0: <laughs> pick number nine the Jacksonville Jaguars they go oh, I'm in here for me.
1: I have, I have, like, a- I think Andrew Thomas just falls into their lap here. He has been picked. Um, I think he was a top five guy at one point in time. And then I say
0: he know. was pretty much projected to be the Giants there, pick number four.
1: But then, yeah. <laughs>
0: his, his combine kind of, his stock after the combine just kind of like shot him down the list a little bit. That, and
1: also didn't help that, uh, uh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. The Louisville guy. Uh, yeah, Be- Becton. His his combine was fucking amazing. So, um, I th- I think Jacksonville gets a gift horse here with Thomas. They get a nice little blindside protector for the stash daddy. That, you know, clearly that is who they're going to roll with. You know, they're. I think Foles gets moved during the draft. If not cut before. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I actually have them going offensive line as well, fake, but I'm not gonna go with um. I'm not gonna go with your guy. I'm actually I'm still gonna be in the um, offensive line. I'm gonna go Tristan Wurfs, offensive tackle, out of Iowa. Okay, I like it. I like the pick.
1: Either way, either way, they, yeah, they get a, they get a solid offensive lineman.
0: And last but not least, our last pick of. Of this 2.0 mock draft, we have the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> a dog pound.
1: <laughs> I haven't gone offensive line here. I haven't gone offensive line. Um, this is where actually I have
0: um Tr- uh, Tristan Wolf's going. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> ironic. This is exactly where I had Will's going. So. <laughs> so regardless, offensive line, pretty much three straight picks of the last, last three picks of to the top ten.
1: Yeah, um, th- I think they're going to try to draft a lineman here to you know help help sure up keeping, um,
0: Baker Mayfield. For- yeah,
1: the former stash daddy, upright. I think he needs to grow back that handlebar.
0: Yes, absolutely, Baker. <laughs> if you ever. Come along this podcast. Grow grow
1: back the handlebar. Bring back the bar.
0: Yes. Quit looking like a divorced father who's trying to fight for custody of his kids. (laughs)
1: You know what? Just just go all out. Mullet. Handlebar.
0: (laughs) If it's working for Gardner Minshew, it can work for you, Baker. I believe in you. (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up our picks 1 through 10 of this 2.0 mock draft. Be sure to stay tuned next week when we do picks 11.0 you're 20
1: gotta love it gotta love it
0: i love this time of year fake i mean oh, you, just, yeah. you just never know what's gonna go on this offseason i mean it's that time of the year mock draft season it's the most wonderful, wonderful time, time of, of the, the year, year. <laughs> Where Mel Kuyper is drafting and Todd is disagreeing. And yelling, Todd, (laughs) Todd. It's the most wonderful time of
1: (laughs) the year. That's pretty
0: good. (laughs) That being said, we're going to get into NFL free agency off-season news. We touched on it earlier, Fake, where we said that the Redskins were in the mix for two at Tonga-Vailoa and what could be possibly next for Dwayne Haskins. Getting into our next quarterback situation, there's been speculation going on in Chicago where the Chicago Bears and Andy Dalton have been flirting with each other. Are you
1: going to finally start like listening to me and agreeing with me
0: that... Quarterbacks are going to Chicago? Yes! <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but when... I mean, a couple episodes ago, I'm pretty sure you were the one that was like, oh, Cam Newton's going to go to Chicago, or, oh, Teddy Bridgewater's going to Chicago.
1: Chicago is a landing spot for just about anybody right now. But I'm telling you, I am telling you, New England is going to trade for you-know-who. Just get on the bandwagon with me.
0: Mitch going to Boston?
1: Mitch is going to Boston. Shipping up to Boston. <laughs> He's going to you know what? And when he arrives, Dropkick Murphys is just going to be fucking playing. <laughs> Mitch is going to New England. I fucking promise you. Mark my words, sir. Mark my words.
0: And I like I said last week on or maybe an episode or two ago, um I said that the Bears were possibly the better landing spot for Teddy B. I am a I'm a firm believer Teddy B is gonna go to Chicago.
1: I I, the rumor mill on Dalton going to Chicago is so fucking strong right now, it's insane. I think he might get moved before the fucking draft. That's how like there's that much speculation going on with it. And honestly, maybe change the scenery for the red
0: rifle not a, it's not a bad decision i mean honestly if you're sure if, if you're chicago you're he gonna... protects the ball he does not turn the ball over we can give him that thing about it is is just like have the bears not draft trubisky and instead put themselves with Deshaun Watson or a Patty Mahomes, they would not be in the situation where they're currently at now. But don't Were get me wrong. I,
1: I'm glad you get, you guys did what you did.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> being a Chiefs, Mr. Chiefs I'm glad, fan I'm glad what you did what you did. You know, what them what, what all does. You know? You're going to trade up to have the second overall pick and take Mitch Trubisky in the 2017 NFL draft. And I was at that draft, fake. That was in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And that was a damn good draft. I absolutely loved it out there. Which is why fake I'm announcing this right now. I'm honestly thinking about going to Vegas. I'm thinking about it. It's I'm it's cheap this time of year.
1: I don't know if I can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, okay. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas. And I spent 400 and some odd dollars at a strip club. Okay. I don't think, I, I, I don't listen, think my I bank have, account can afford me going back to Vegas.
0: <laughs> listen, I have a buddy that's, he's got connections for like traveling. And he said this time of year is like, especially in March, Vegas is cheap.
1: I don't think my bank account can handle another trip to Vegas. Because here's the thing. Are we doing like
0: a hangover spinoff where you get lost in Vegas? I
1: I might get lost in Vegas. You never know. Like, I might get a hold of some PCP and next thing you know, I'm walking down the strip and (laughs) danking. They cannot handle Vegas, okay? He went there one time and nearly lost his whole entire bank account.
0: Chip's never been to Vegas, but it's always been on the bucket list.
1: Dude, I stayed at Circus Circus. <laughs> <laughs> circus Circus,
0: anyway. of all places to stay at.
1: And here's a little tidbit for y'all: as long as you're playing the slots, they free they will feed you free drinks, just as long as you're playing slots. Keep them coming. That's basically what it is. always so walk around and be like, another beer, sir? And you're already sloshed, just cape on, pulling the fucking wheel. It's like, ding, 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 Not winning fucking nothing. You're like, yeah, just bring me another fucking Bud Light.
0: <laughs> Getting back into the topic now. Another quarterback that we kind of touched a little bit last week near the end of our episode The rumor, honestly, now I'm definitely seeing it. I definitely now see Phillip Rivers and the Colts Mm -hmm. being a new couple now.
1: And that's with, I, hear me out. Mr. Brissette is a free agent. I think LA and Indianapolis just swap quarterbacks here. Jacoby. The brisket in LA.
0: That's a very good possibility, Fake. I actually like that idea there. And there's another quarterback swap we're gonna be diving into later on this episode. That could really make this thing really interesting. Tannehill's not going to New England. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. It's not it's not it's not Hill going to New England. But it does involve some it does involve New England. That being said, we're actually going to touch into this now because now you got me intrigued. The quarterback swap that I'm talking about, fake. Are you talking about Mariota? We're oh. talking about something we're here, fake, and this ain't Mariota. No, 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 no. It's New England. It's Tom. And it's a familiar face. Tom for Jimmy G.
1: Oh, that...
0: Get out of here! You get the fuck out of town! (laughs) Because there's now been speculation that Tom Brady and the 49ers are flirting.
1: Yeah, but John Lynch just came out yesterday and said Jimmy's our guy. And I trust John. I trust John. I trust Mr. Lynch.
0: So can I just go ahead and approve this as a hot take from a a Chip Bayless? Yeah, here's your hot take. (laughs) This is a Chip Bayless hot take. I'm just saying bum, that's bum, what I'm just saying. This is what I've been hearing that the 49ers and Tom Brady have been flirting, and there's a potential swap of Jimmy G to back to New England.
1: I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think he's enjoying his fake tan out there in San Francisco with the porn D- stars. Yeah, dating and... porn stars, thumb popping porn stars, assholes. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. That is said with John coming out this week saying, listen, Jimmy is our guy. We have him signed to a long-term deal. He's young. We're going to keep him.
0: He took us to a Super Bowl. The defense is in the run game is what took him to the Super Bowl. I'm just being real here, Fake. I'm just being real. The run game, the defense took Jimmy G to that Super Bowl. I, I'm just saying it's hard. We're also re- talking about the same guy here that threw not, what, eight passes in an NFC Championship game?
1: Hey, Either way, I'm just saying it's hard to say we're going to get you rid of this young quarterback to the guy that's clearly aging. <laughs> you know, that young guy that. Took us to a Super Bowl. Because it doesn't matter if the run game or the defense did it. He still (laughs) technically took them to a Super Bowl. (laughs) So, in saying that, it's really hard for John Lynch to look at the fans and the media and be like, oh, we did it for this reason. You talk about a guy that you may only have a year or two left in him. Was clearly showing age with one of the best coaches in the league maybe all time
0: and that's the other thing too let's be real here because if tom brady was in that super bowl this past year fake does he complete that pass no you don't think so no it said brady's showing
1: age man he wasn't completing passes that he normally would make with ease last year
0: And that's the other thing too With Brady It's just like He If he's gonna If he
1: is leaving Father Time is finally Catching up to Tom I I don't care what What Taki's guy Fucking says here Or anything like Fucking that You know Tom is a god He's he's gonna play Till he's fucking 100
0: No Eat some clam chowder (laughs) Stuff my face With peppered Fucking farm
1: It's not happening It's not happening Father Time is finally Catching up to Tom We've all seen it We've all come to terms with it. Maybe not the guys up there in Foxborough or Boston or Massachusetts in a fucking hole, but it's finally happening. It's really hard for John Lynch to even if John did actually want to fucking bring him in. He knows it would be a hard sell.
0: And that's the thing with Tom too, because depending on where he goes, he's gonna want he's gonna have to go somewhere where a the windows win now, b. It's going to depend on the coaching staff, the training staff, the personnel that's around him.
1: I don't think there's a better fit than Tennessee for him. And I
0: completely agree with this. I Because, honestly, I, the more I think about it, him and Mike Vrabel FaceTiming each other all the time. And pretty sure him and Belichick just had a phone call the other day where there was rumor that that phone call did not go too well. Because Belichick is still treating Brady like he is still under contract.
1: Yes. And is that they look at what Tennessee has. They have a top 5 defense. Top 5, maybe top fucking 3. That defense is that fucking good. And if they draft correctly this year, they might be able to make that fucking defense better. Think about that. They might be able to make that fucking defense better. They have the rushing king lined up in the backfield there.
0: But even he's a free agent. And you don't know uh, they're going
1: to franchise tag him if they can't get a long term deal going. They're going to franchise tag him. Let's be honest here. He's still Tennessee property. End of fucking story. He's either going to sign a long term deal or he's going to get franchise tagged And that's no really way why. Tennessee lets him walk.
0: Oh it. no, absolutely not. Especially for being the guy that carried you yeah. through the playoffs all the way to that AFC championship game. No way would you let Derrick Henry out them doors. And then
1: on top of that,
0: they have a great one-two punch at tight end.
1: And their receiving core
0: is very young young and good. A.J.
1: Brown, Corey Davis. What better situation to walk into if you're TB12 than anywhere else? You have a roster that is built to win now.
0: The friendship with Mike Vrabel being former teammates and good friends. And you have a
1: solid defense to back you up if you make a mistake.
0: So, fake Hockley, as of today, March 6th, now it's a Friday because it's past midnight, are we confirmed that TB12 will be a Tennessee Titan right, he'll, he'll, in I, 2020?
1: I got a gut feeling. I got a strong gut feeling he's going to be a Titan come next year. He's going to be on the Tennessee's roster. It's that there's not a better situation? There's not a better situation in the league that there's a quarterback.
0: It makes the the most sense out of everything, like because these last couple weeks we've been saying, oh Tom's going to go to LA or Tom's going to possibly go to Vegas or Tom's going to go to Miami or something like that. Mm -hmm. That being said, the perfect fit though, it's just adding all up. Like there's so many signs that are pointing to Nashville, saying Tom. Well, we will Join see us. Tom at and Nashville
1: the Predators games next year, fucking tossing bass on the ice and fucking catfish. Dri- yeah, catfish onto the fucking ice and chugging beers with fucking Taylor One.
0: <laughs> and I absolutely love it because, like we said, I mean, these last couple weeks it has just been like so many signs that and it's they just have an slowly offensive, dev- they, they have coming together.
1: O- they have a fucking offensive line to keep Tom upright. They have one of the best offensive lines in the fucking league.
0: And for Tennessee's window, I mean, they kicked the freaking window open. This uh, the, the, to anyone that hasn't even watched the Titans in the playoffs, you're living under a rock. Because if anyone would have said any like, if someone would have, before the playoffs even began, if someone would have said, "Oh, Titans are definitely in the AFC, they're definitely going to compete in the AFC." The road that they took to get to the AFC Championship game, to they go went through, through Foxborough, to go through Baltimore, and shut down Lamar Jackson, the and Titans played Kansas City tough. And played Kansas City tough until Patrick Mahomes carried two guys in the end zone. It's just Patty Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans kicked that window open. They are ready to win now. They
1: just didn't kick it open. No, they SWAT teamed into that fucking playoffs they took the battering ram and they went and they flash banged and went the fuck in with a fucking 12 gauge pump in there and fucking knocked everyone on the ground with some bean bags
0: <laughs> so that being said we are fully confirmed that tom brady will be a tennessee there's, titan there's
1: just not a better situation and you know what a lot of people are going to
0: say oh if you can't beat them join them
1: yeah fuck it join them <laughs>
0: Fuck it. <laughs> there was actually a thing I heard the other day on ESPN Radio on uh, Wingo and Golick in the morning. They actually brought up the New York Giants. I'm like, why? They, they, no, there's no. there's hot takes, and then there's stuff that we shouldn't even be wasting our time on.
1: And that's something we should. We, we, we're just gonna cut that one right, right, right quick. <laughs> okay. Can we can we talk about AB here just for a little bit? Can we talk about that? Because I know we have a little bit of time left over. We, we, we have some history with AB. Yeah. Okay. I know we said the last time we talked about AB it was going to be the last time. But, AB, if you find out of struck luck that you find this this episode, the show, listen, quit hitting up John. <laughs> be like, hey, coach, um,
0: can I come back? No,
1: you burnt that bridge with the Raiders. You're not coming back,
0: and just like Drake's music video, God's plan, God's plan is to come back to Vegas no, no, and you know what, and honestly,
1: a b being anywhere near Vegas, probably not a good choice.
0: I could see him being like one of those guys on the on the Vegas strip getting like pulled over for like just doing something absolutely heinous and absolutely yes. retarded
1: i now i if there was one team in the league that might take a chance he'd be, on like, mr. Bu- A-B- he'd be like
0: business boom baby
1: it would be mr dan snyder his fucking son oh,
0: <laughs> you can tell me you can't see it i don't want him in my division period <laughs> i do not want antonio brown in the nfc east i am good on that Wait, mister tell, tell me
1: you can't see it though out of the most corrupted,
0: world. the most corrupted player, going probably to one of the most corrupted franchises in the NFL. Yes, match made in heaven. Exactly. Have at it. Have <laughs> more power to you. I'm just going to be that disappointed parent that just says, you know what, enjoy your lives together.
1: <laughs> now, and at the same time, I think the best fit for him, and probably the best organization to kind of like keep him low key if he does get another chance in the NFL.
0: Jacksonville
1: you don't hear a whole lot coming out of Jacksonville
0: you really don't but A-B to Jacksonville Hmm. weapon for the stash daddy
1: yeah he needs some weapons
0: Uh, oh, that just I, I got just, Chip thinking. <laughs> it got me thinking. I, I just, I just want him to be mature. Uh, Stop with the rap. With the rap music, it's just a your, your yeah, rap music uh, sucks. Yeah, and that's the give thing. up on that career right now. Yeah, don't quit your day job. Even though that's pretty much his, it's pretty much his day job now. Yeah,
1: it's not pretty. It's not pretty. i a, a, B. I'm just saying, quit hitting up John. And honestly, Chip, I'm going to ask you this: Do you see? Ain't be back at any point in time.
0: For you know, fake the amount of times that he says sorry. And, and then goes off goes and does, off does, something, and does something, something else. Sorry, I won't do it again. Then goes out and does does something else. He's got a mature fake. I gotta see a much <sighs> mature Antonio Brown before I, don't I can I'm say. See it. Before I can say, you know what, the dude got help. He cleared his mind. Got rid of the demons he was battling. Let him back in the league. I right now I can't. Like he shows I can't glimpses
1: do it. of it and then he just goes off and does something completely idiotic. that as should of, never been done.
0: As of right now, March sixth, I can sit here and say right now I just don't see Antonio Brown back in the National Football League. No,
1: I don't think I'm, I like. I don't. I don't foresee him playing any type of football, any type, anytime soon.
0: Not even even XFL? No. Mr. McMahon giving him a call and saying AB.
1: I don't even think that XFL would even touch this guy at this point in time. Because they know. Like, right now the XFL is getting positive press. And, like, I know that old cliche and that old saying is any press is good press. But you know What? way the XFL is doing it right now and everything is positive, I think that's what they want to stick with. And then bring bringing a guy in like Antonio Brown, that's going to bring
0: in a lot of
1: negative press. A lot. I don't even think the CFL would touch this guy at this point in time.
0: I don't even think the CFL even know who Antonio Brown
1: is. So. I don't know. They knew who fuck Johnny Menzel was, so... Like, you know.
0: Getting into another quarterback situation Dak Prescott Still hasn't been paid (laughs) So I think it's a cat and mouse situation fake I think it's There's been speculation going on saying that Maybe it's Dak Prescott that's unsure About whether or not he wants to be You know remain a cowboy quarterback for years to come Or Hear me out I'm listening.
1: Dallas and Dak, Dak doesn't get a deal done.
0: they Dak they, they can, free agency. And I even said this a couple episodes ago. I said let him test the waters and try to see who's going to give him that amount of money. That and he Miami he is dumb enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dak to the Dolphins. Dak to the Dolphins.
1: I'm telling you, homie. I'm telling you. It'd be a good fit.
0: The Cowboys could still franchise tag the guy. The, but do you see
1: Jerry doing it?
0: Yes. Oh. It's Jerry Jones here. It's Jerry. Yeah, it is Jerry. But Jerry doesn't fucking t- franchise tag people.
1: He just throws stupid money at people.
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he caved in on the whole Zeke Elliott thing. That was Jerry. You know, Zeke Elliott played Jerry Jones like a fiddle last offseason. But that's but that's
1: the thing. Jerry signs stupid money to people. That puts asses in seats. Zeke, with his off the field antics and on the field antics, puts
0: asses in seats. And Dak Prescott being the complete opposite. A quiet guy, doesn't Uh, say much. A competitor, a leader, etc. What you want to say about Dak Prescott? I just, honestly, I see the Cowboys just franchise tagging him. I just don't see it. I can't see the Cowboys letting Dak here's Prescott thing. go. Here, here's the thing.
1: If Dallas wanted him bad enough, they, they would were, they have got they, a deal done. They would already have a deal done. Jerry's trying to play hardball. He's, he, he's he going to, to cave s-
0: in there because he did the same thing with Zeke last offseason. Yeah,
1: but it's. I think Jerry's trying to pay him as like a top 25 quarterback. And he's not a top twenty-five quarterback. He's like a top t- top fifteen guy. Top fifteen. He's nowhere near top ten. You know what I mean? But he's a top fifteen guy.
0: Yeah, say I'd give him at least the better half of the NFL yeah. when it comes to the starting quarterbacks. And and like I even said, the starting rate for a starting quarterback in the National Football League right now is at least thirty million and up. And
1: I, I think that's where Jerry's trying to sign him at. It's like thirty mil.
0: And Dak is sitting here asking for like thirty-nine,
1: thirty-eight. I'm like. He's like He's like, please give me the close to Mahomes' money, like what Mahomes is asking for. Mahomes is only asking for forty mil. That's a hometown deal. Okay, like, and we'll thing, start right there. The thing
0: about Mahomes is he's still got two more years on his contract before it's, before it comes time to sign him to a long term deal. And, and Kansas City's
1: Can- trying to get him to a long term deal this year.
0: Where I think Kansas City needs to play this out as they just need to let it let it go. Like it'll that 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 bridge will come. Well, here
1: here's the thing: if Patty is willing to take. This forty mil, which is a hometown deal. Like, let's not fuck around and like beat around the bush. That is a hometown fucking deal right there. Especially considering that he could go out and get Breeze ki- type fucking money.
0: That's a hometown deal. If he's willing to do it now, and the Eagles get did it, it done it. now. The Eagles did it last offseason <laughs> with Carson Wentz because they agreed to a thirty-three million. And yeah, that, that was. In my opinion, it's great because you saw what Carson Wentz did with the rece- with the lack of talent at receiver mm-hmm. that, that he had to carry that team to the playoffs and unfortunately get hurt in the wild card game, but I'm not going to get into that. Obviously, Carson Wentz was worth that money because, one, he yes. stayed healthy the entire season, two, for the lack and like I, I like I preached this before, the disrespected lack of talent at wide receiver to carry like the practice squad into a playoff
1: yeah, with Alligator Aguilar.
0: Which, he will be gone. You, no do like doubt about name, it. Do you like that nickname? Alligator, alligator Aguilar. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> In my mind, I just picture Nelson Aguilar as like a gay Just alligator. <laughs> yeah. Just... But, yeah, I completely agree. You got some of these guys like Mahomes, Wentz, that are going to be getting these hometown discount. Because they know deals. what it's
1: going to take to win win games. And, it's, and that's it's putting down around
0: you. Exactly, and that's all what it comes down to is pretty much the scouting, the drafting, the free agency, the GM, the general manager, everything like that. Like, there's every, all, all kinds of aspects that go into this. And for Dak Prescott, I just don't, to me, fake, I just don't. think like he's not asking for
1: that much. He's not asking
0: for that much. 38 mil. Was,
1: to Dak's me, worth that to me. That's about I, middle of the road quarterback. I was money gonna
0: right say, Stu, I, like I said, Carson Wentz getting thirty three right now. That's where I think Dak should be at. Is like thirty three, thirty four. That's that's where I stand with Dak. If Dak I, I can, think
1: you can get away with thirty eight mil with Dak. And you like, think so? Yeah, thirty eight mil. I think you can get away with that with that for Dak. That's that's middle of the road quarterback money. Because let's be like, as as we've just clearly stated, thirty three mil, forty mil for quarterbacks that are clearly top 10 quarterbacks like you know Mahomes is a top five guy oh yeah you know right now Wentz just due to injuries he's top ten. probably top
0: 10 maybe top 15
1: um that's those are hometown deals for those guys Dak's worth 38 mil
0: because as we said he is a leader he is a proven winner I think what it all came down to, this is just what makes this situation like hard on Dak, because had they went into Philadelphia Week 16 and beat the Eagles, they could have clinched the NFC East right there. Mm-hmm. That's all they had to do is beat the Eagles. Fake. They didn't even score a single touchdown in that game. And with that secondary as terrible as the Eagles had, you're telling me Amari or Zeke or Michael Gallup or Jason Witten— and Amari's
1: still up in the air. He still hasn't signed.
0: Couldn't any. even get in the end zone on an Eagles secondary that terrible? Mm-hmm. Something to me after that game, after that game that day, something told me that this is going to make this interesting for Dak because had Dak gone into Philadelphia and win that game, clinched the NFC East, they would have had a deal done right then and there.
1: This is how I see playing it out. Dak's going to be in Miami come next season. And I think this is where Teddy lands, is in Jerry World. Teddy beat a Dallas. It's a
0: good fit. It's
1: a damn good fit.
0: Interesting fit. But is that really Mike McCarthy's guy, though? But here's the thing. Jason Garrett was basically Jerry Jones' puppet. Mm Mm-hmm. And if Mike McCarthy's going to go into this with being the puppet mentality, this is exactly why Dallas can't do anything. Yeah. This is why Dallas is stuck in the rut that they've been in for the past 24, 25 years. Because when they bring in a coach, when Jerry decides he's going to bring in a coach, Jerry's like, listen, I'm going to make the rule. Like, I'm the one that gets the players. You just be the guy that does the play calling and make sure it goes right. And for so long, I still that's don't know And that's why Jimmy
1: Johnson and him had but that it one heads. out. Yeah, because that wasn't Jimmy Johnson. And
0: that was completely opposite with Jason Garrett. And that's why even Bill Parcells. That's why you saw Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells, if they're butting heads with Jerry Jones, that is a clear, obvious sign that Jerry needs to get off his high horse.
1: And quit being an owner GM.
0: Quit <laughs> trying to be an owner, GM, head coach, etc., just be the fucking owner. You just, just be sign the, the owner. checks. You just be that old bastard that sits up in the press box and watches everything unfold.
1: Just sign the fucking checks, Jerry. Quit looking at your quarter, at your fucking head coach back, listen here, okay? I make the fucking rules.
0: Jason Garrett okay. was by far the most submissive head coach under Jerry Jones because no matter what Jerry said, Jason was behind it. No matter and what Jerry did, Jason was there.
1: And Jerry used to walk in the fucking rooms back, okay? And Jason's Jason. like,
0: you know what, yeah, Jerry, you're right, you're right. Bend Ol-. over.
1: Bend over. I'm gonna tie you to this bed. We're gonna have some fun. Don't worry. I'm gonna get you a (laughs) G (laughs) six.
0: If you're walking by AT and T Stadium and you heard clapping, that was not Jason Garrett clapping either. (laughs) It was just that's that's just Jerry (laughs) thrusting down on Jason. Well,
1: it it was kind of Jason clapping, but he was getting his cheeks clapped. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean.
0: All right. We oh, are getting God. completely way off on topic on this, and so I think this is where we're going to end this episode. So thank you guys for listening to episode 24 of the Armchair Referees Podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Armchair Ref Podcast. Be sure to listen to previous episodes and our content on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And we're going to have a special announcement coming up here in a
1: bit. So, make sure you stay tuned to that Facebook page. Make sure you hit the follow, hit the like up on it, because we're going to have an announcement coming up here. I think a lot of you are going to like it.
0: That being said, everybody, thank you for listening. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next week. And don't be afraid to give us art. Our... Johnny Manzel five star to rating. My lines get sunk do I carve
1: on low for the fight ahead. Fuck bread, my to stay drunken. So with two slips, I'm trying to maje, they trying to y'all shut like Kanye, but they hear my voice when I shock the cons, old artists,
0: we get the tutage, just products on the shelf getting branded up, art and soul just left when they canned it up, standing up.